welcome back. Women's Day is coming up this Sunday and of course it's Women's Month here in South Africa and I'm going to be chatting to some truly remarkable women on the show throughout the month of August. This series of interviews is proudly brought to you by First for Women Insurance and I'm very honored to be speaking to the queen of Afro jazz on the show today, acclaimed songstress and multi-award winning artist Judith Sapuma. And she's on the line right now. Hello, Judith. Thanks so much for joining us for Classic Lunch this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me, Carolyn. I am so honored to actually be talking to you right now in this time. Thank you. Well, we are very, very excited to have the great Judith Supuma on the show. Tell me, Judith, I want to know a couple of things about you that I don't know. What mm. made you decide to become a singer? How old were you? And did you know that this was going to be your career? You know what? Um, um, I, I, I can say the gift. You know, sometimes when we have a gift, we don't realize how precious it is until someone makes you aware of it. I remember when I was very young. At uh, my mom tells my mom used to tell me actually that when I was at the age of two, I would always be singing all over, singing about everything that I could see. And I was just singing. Whether I'm sitting by myself, I'm singing, I'm singing, I'm singing. And when I grew up later on, when I was in high school, actually started in primary, when they would ask me to, they started putting together a choir at, at, pri at primary school, and I wanted to sing. And my teacher didn't allow me to sing because she said that I, I, you know, I didn't sing. I couldn't sing and I didn't qualify. And that helped me <laughs> so much at home. I promise you, she refused for me to sing in primary. Can you believe that? Oh, my goodness kid. me. She was a little girl. <laughs> she wanted to sing and she didn't want me to sing. And that, that did you ever, so Did much. you ever come across her later on um, and so say, I look at me now? She went all the way to high school with me, all the way to high school, and I was her really? favorite student, absolutely, and every time in high school, when it got to, because she said she ran the choir all the way to high school, and the high school and the primary school was, was you know, very close to each other, so when I was in high school, they went, uh, I remember one time they said, can somebody, we were at assembly, and they said, can somebody just uh, open uh, with, a, with a hymn for us? And I started singing a hymn, and it was a hymn that everybody knew and everybody sang along, but that didn't really matter because it was like, okay, she's singing a hymn. Then it came to a point where when I was about uh, 13, we had a, 13 or 14, we had a, an outdoor match in our school. I was very good with debate in our, you know, at school. And um, we went to Transkei with the school for an outdoor match. And when we were there, they asked me to, they asked somebody to sing. They just said, can anyone run that an item? Ooh, that was my opportunity. And I said, it's not going to pass me this time. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it properly. But I had a challenge because the only song I knew was Paradise Road and Paradise Road, I only knew the chorus of it. Only the chorus. There uh -huh. are better days before and the very light is funny smoking. The sky is lazy. That's all I knew. Love it, I love it. That, <laughs> I sang it for Karen. I sang it. And they threw me with a lot of 20 cents. And in those years, at that time, 20 cents was a lot of money. A lot of money. Oh, my goodness. I was so rich. I got a plastic bag full of coins. And then and there was 120 rands. I think the 120 rand possibly came from one of the judges. 
and I took that money and, you know, I became so, so famous for singing that song. Everybody clapped hands for me. And, you know, and remembering that before that, I was this kid at school that was called, oh, she's so dark. They were teasing me for the color of my skin. They were saying that I was too dark. Oh, no, she's so dark. She looks like, you know, some black uh, coal. They, you know, so I had this, this complex about, about, you know, I didn't even want to be, I didn't have friends, rather. I was a loner. So when oh. I sang that day, it changed my entire look to people, to the students. So I was the most, you know, celebrated student in our school. And that's how I knew that I had a gift. Uh, Judith, you know, I've been watching you on videos and obviously on television and you, you inspire so many women, young women, especially through your achievements, through your music. Um, who inspires Judith Sapuma? You know, I answer that question with such pride when I was going to say uh, it's life, it's people around me. Um, you know, when I look at how we, a lot of women in our country through the years, how they, they survive issues, how they raise their children, how they keep their marriages, how they fight to keep their marriages, how they keep kids in school, how they do so much. They, you know, they, they, a lot of women who put food on the table, and I'm taking an example from my mom. My mom did all of that single-handedly, and I saw it from, to my, you know, all the way to my aunts, all the way to my friends, all the way until today. For me, when I see people not making a problem a problem, but finding a solution to a problem and actually doing it and achieving it, that's what that's inspiration for me. And most of my songs, actually, I write them because I've seen something like that. Or I've seen a child who could not walk, now they can walk. That's inspiration, mm. you know. And to see someone who's never written a book, they write a book, you know, from nothing. Now they've, write, they've achieved writing a book. And, you know, there's success stories in our lives, you know, right now with, with, with what's happening around with COVID, I see so, so many people fighting to live. I see us mm. as a nation coming together, life, all of that, it's just inspiration for me. Well, you know, August, as we all know, is Women's Month, and one of the biggest problems in our country is the issue of gender-based violence. How do you yes. think we can uh, start trying to solve this issue? Oh, my goodness. I, I believe that the more we talk about it, the more we force each other to do something about it, um, that's, that's, that's when we will actually begin to, to start conquering it. This is a problem that has been there for so many years, and I don't mm. know why we are not getting it right. Somehow we are missing it. it it's almost like speaking out is not enough. It's almost like... Right. Um, you know, it, it, it really is. You know, it, it feels like speaking out about it is not enough because there's still more issues about it that we don't know. And people are afraid to come out. People are afraid to come out and say, this is what's ha what, what happened to me until they see someone close to them who's gone through it. And they're like, oh, but me as well. But we don't have to wait until that point to talk. We need to actually stop it before it begins. And, you know, to our men out there, you know what, it's always important that we know we, we need, we need uh, therapy as, as fathers. We need to, to, to teach our sons as well how to become good men. It starts from a mm. small thing like don't hit a cat. It starts from a very, very small thing. Don't, 
you know, uh, I don't even know what to say. It's so much. Our men, when you know you feel that anger, it is always very important for you to walk away. There's nothing wrong with walking away. Be the fool if you have to, you know, but walk away than to actually be causing this issue to not go away. It's not going away. It has not been going away. And this is a problem mm. we have as a society. The more we talk finding, about Finding it, the, the confidence more, to move away. Walk out the door. It is a good thing to walk out the door. And, you know, yesterday someone very close to me called me and, you know, they got hit by, by their lover. And I said, what happened? And then I, I called myself to order. I said, it doesn't matter what happened. Somebody had to walk away. And it is the man because he is stronger. You overpower me. I don't, you overpower me. I'm a, I'm a woman. I, women, we are emotional people. We are born to be emotional people, but we are also nurturers. We are lovers. We build families. So if you hurt me, what do you expect to happen? What do you expect? Who's going to run this world? We run the world, you know. So it's, be, it's, it's become such a serious problem that, you know, talking about it is not enough. Men need to go find those men and discipline them. We need to start with our boys. Boys need father figures, and they need to be properly told and disciplined the right way to know that they cannot exactly. do that. Judith, let's talk about your album. To move yeah. away from the heavy issues, I want to talk about Power of Dreams, the album that, that you released last year, which has been nominated yeah. for a South African Music Award for Yay. Best African Adult Contemporary Album. Congratulations. <laughs> and that ceremony takes place tonight. Tell us quickly Thank about you. the album. I am so excited, oh my gosh, about tonight. And, you know, I wish everyone that is nominated all the best. And... What I can tell you is that it's a beautiful album. Uh, we recorded it in the U.S., you know, and it was beautifully mixed and mastered there. I enjoyed the whole process. I recorded with the most amazing artists, and it's artists who've worked with from Tony Braxton's guitarist, you know, to Bobby Brown's drummer, a lot of people that are so influential in the music industry overseas. So it's just mm. been a blessing to actually work with them and produce this album. You know, I can talk to you for two hours. I want to talk I about, <laughs> you know, during this time of lockdown, you know, it's been so, yeah. uh, you know, the, the entertainment industry has been so badly affected. But you yeah. have got a very special performance coming up in celebration yeah. of Women's Day, yeah. which I think sounds absolutely amazing. Tell us quickly about that one. We are having a beautiful, it's in this time we decided to record a virtual concert that is going to be, that is actually going to be available celebrating Women's Month. It's going to be available and it's starting next, this, this coming weekend. We're starting on the 8th of uh, August. It's available, tickets are available now online from Ticket Pro. And we recorded it so that you guys can watch it from the comfort of your home. And it's going to be so, so beautiful. Please, please, please get the tickets. Tickets are available from Hero Tickets. And, yeah, and, you know, it's, what else can I say? It's on Facebook as well. I will be posting quite a lot of information and on Instagram as well. And also COVID0.co.za tickets are also there. And, uh, yeah, everything else that I'm forgetting you will find online on my Instagram page, Judith Sipuma, and on Facebook, Judith Sipuma. Fantastic. Judith, time for a piece of music, don't you think? <laughs> You've Absolutely. got a very special song that you wrote uh, in tribute to your mum. Do you want to tell us a bit about it and introduce the song so we can play it for our listeners? Ladies and gentlemen, this song was written because my mom is a, pre is a precious woman and it's dedicated to every woman, every girl, woman. 
out there, every girl child out there who has a child who has mothered somebody and in celebration of their mother as well. Memoswadi. Oh, wasn't that really beautiful? Judith Sapuma with a song dedicated to her mother called Memetswadi. And Judith is my guest today here on Classic Lunch. Judith, before you go, if you have just one piece of advice for the women of South Africa, what would that be? Oh, you know, I would say to every woman out there right now that the best thing we can do is to love our family. If you are a mother raising boy children, and you have got no father raising that boy child with you, make sure you raise that boy child in the right way. Do not be afraid to tell them what is wrong and what is right. Be a father, be a mother to that child. Gender-based violence can only stop if we take, if we take it from, from the beginning, from where it starts, from boy children. So let's educate our children the importance of of staying away from from things that they should not be involved with. Thanks so much, Judith, for chatting to us today. I wish you everything of the best for the South African Music Awards tonight and your concert for this coming weekend. How do we get those tickets again? The tickets, we get them from Ticket Pros. It's Ticket Pros with an S at the end. And they're also available from Hero Tickets. Hero tickets as well. So also on my page, on my Facebook page, Judith Sukuma Official, I will post as much information as I can. On my Twitter handle, my, on Twitter, Twitter handle is Judith underscore Sukuma. Instagram is Judith Sukuma. All that information will be out there for you. Thanks so much, Judith. That was the queen of Afroja, South African singer and recording artist, the amazing Judith Sukuma.